I've done that before. I thought it was just on the main page there. Like, you can just click download now or whatever. I've bought I don't strictly a Amazon digital album so before. And it and it and when you buy a digital album, it lets you do it right there. Right where? But, well, you, you, you probably bought the physical one and got the code, yes. right? That's Correct. the That's the difference. So I don't know. Whenever you buy one that is just digital, it brings up the button, like, immediately, and it's like, download it. Yeah, I think with the code, there's, like, a separate thing that you have to put in. Like, you have to go put the code in somewhere. Did you get an email? Oh, wait. Okay. Real-time real time troubleshooting there's from a... Amazon purchases. <laughs> so, Amazon has a music service? Yes. Yeah. For some reason, they put it there. Yeah. So, I can I, It has to track it, it somewhere. somewhere. That's what I figured, yeah. Probably. Oh, weird. It shows all the music I've ever bought from Amazon. First CD I bought from Amazon, Tears on Tape by him. Wow. Tear. I don't even know what that one is. That was the one where you stopped listening to them. Oh, yeah. I stopped listening to them a while ago. Good call. Hey, I will defend him. That was, really? Uh, yeah. Him Him is good uh, kill yourself music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that about Cradle of Filth now too, though. So that's yeah, fair. I haven't I haven't followed Cradle of Filth in a long time. I don't even know what they sound like anymore. That's Wait, I lied. Garbage. I lied. I listened to a song from their most recent album, and I I couldn't remember if this is what they always sounded like or I just don't care anymore. So they're so fucking bad. Like <laughs> them and Demi Borgir. Their Demi's album came out today. Well, they're dead to me anyway. Fucking trash. Like, just yeah. absolute fucking garbage. Yeah. Yeah, I... I don't have to worry about listening to. I can't even... Don't. I can't even follow Dimu anymore. Like, it's just weird. Whatever. It, I feel like that. I'm... I feel like I'm actually watching a parody of a black metal band. Yeah. When I watch them. Yeah. Is that what they're going for, though? I, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I, yeah, like, with, I, with Sh- Shagrath, I have no fucking clue. It's not like, you know, I feel like... I know Abath was very self-aware with the yeah, mortal. Like yeah. it's not like, but he's still sincere about the music. I feel like Dimu is either like they've ascended into that hot topic try-hard realm where yeah, where they can't. No one takes them seriously. So I don't know if they just accept that and they're just going to keep trying. As a, question, as an up-and-coming metal band, is it your end goal to have your shirt at Hot Topic? <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna ask. When was the last time you were in a hot topic? What is the current hot topic thing? You know, sometimes I wander in there to look at nerd shirts. Usually, if I'm looking at like gaming t-shirts and stuff, and I'll, yeah. I'll look over there at the band stuff, and it's still the same fucking My Chemical Romance and every Iron Maiden shirt that you'll never wear. Yeah, they always had like every Iron Maiden shirt. That's I true. think that's their idea of what they think is like hard metal. Yeah, and maybe it's like that's not who. I mean, I love Maiden, but come on. Yeah, right. Well, now well now, Dimu Borgir is probably, like, they're leading... They they basically just do promotion for Hot Topic, essentially. Yeah. yeah. I saw I, a clip from that video, and it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God, that video is so bad. Yeah. I, I just love getting in the comments section and just joining everyone trashing that shit. Yeah, I Wait, wonder what who video? would defend what am I missed? Did I miss something? What video? Dimu Borgir oh. is very weird anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's kind of all you need to know. I watched... Theatric. Ghost, I watched Ghost's new music video today. Mm, yeah, I didn't listen to that yet. And it was weird. The I video think itself was confusing. weird because, like, Papa was dancing ballet. Okay. See, I can't do Ghost either. I think I think Ghost sort of went off the deep end a little bit. 
right? <laughs> like, they went all in on, okay, we're just going to be ridiculous. Yeah. And, I still dig them. Are they well, are they aware of that? Like I don't are they totally aware. They are totally, aware, they are totally aware. aware. And that's that's the thing is like it's pretty obvious they're aware, but at the same time, is that cool? Like That's my thing, is like eh, as someone I don't know, listening to the music I listen to, I'm like you're I really like kinda lame. I still really like Ghost. Like I don't I liked Meloria. it was awesome. Um, but I I don't know if I'm all in on their theatrics anymore. Like I saw them live once, and they weren't. It wasn't ridiculous. They just straight up played. It was really cool, actually. It was a really good show. Okay. And like yeah. all, all this stuff that you see surrounding their marketing and like lead up to albums and whatever, you you picture like they're gonna be like Guar or something live, and they're not. Yeah. They're because they I saw them on what was it Conan O'Brien or some shit? I forget what it was. Conan O'Brian? They were yeah, on some see, late night wow. talk show. They were on a yeah. late night talk show doing a, uh, a song, and I was like, "Well, there this is, is that- what." That's Everyone's weird. going nuts about and like I don't know. There was that stint during what Infestissimum that they were like super big for a couple months. And then That's probably that's probably when they really took off because people were like, "Oh, their self-titled's re- like pretty good." And then now we're just going to lean into we're we love Satan a lot or something. <laughs> and I'm all sell, about that, but And we sell butt plugs on our website. Oh, that's yeah. the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Weird. I mean, hey. there you go. There, there you go. That's the weirdest thing that I've ever seen them. They have a dildo. They have all that stuff. It's it's super weird. It's super weird. But you gotta wonder the people that buy those. Are they being that... used or are they like for display? <laughs> I didn't right? think we needed to go into that. But well, if you're gonna bring like, up, I've got a... an... you're like right. I have an acrylic case for my fucking ghost labeled dildo. Like, is it the dude I'm on it? Sure, or... I'm pretty sure it came in it, a, like it... box and stuff. Yes, and it's. I think it's shaped. <laughs> It's shaped, okay, it's like, shaped Papa. like Papa. It's... Yeah, yeah. What, what the fuck? Yeah, they're they're strange. <laughs> Needless to say, I appreciate that on a, on a level, but they're also a... I'm like mm, musically, I don't know how much I can take you seriously. They did yeah. tone it down with this new album, though. This time, you only get a uh, plague doctor's mask with the album. Oh, well, plague uh, doctors are cool. Yeah, but... That is cool. Well, uh, metal minute. Um, as you can tell, we have a guest this week. I'm Nick. This is the Two One Podcast, joined by Josh to talk about video games. And this week, Jim is returning. What's up, Jim? Uh, resident metal fan. Mm. Something we talk about all the time. So, it was, yes, of course, that's where we could start. But uh, games. We should probably talk about video games. I love um, video games. I love video games too. Am I playing many of them? No. which is weird though because sometimes when i'm listening to you guys like it's you know like there's either a a dense amount of games that you guys are playing or there's like two yeah that it just seemed to happen recently for both josh and me because god of war sort of consumed a lot of things Mm. and i just haven't had a ton of time lately um so i don't know if we want to talk about god of war immediately again i don't know i mean josh and i finished it Oh, um, I'm not finished with it, um, okay. but that's fine. I mean, if you want this to be a spoiler episode, I still I don't care. That's fine. No, no, we don't need to spoil anything. Okay. But um, I guess while we're on it, we might as well yeah. continue. What are your thoughts, Jim, since you're so, a guest? I, uh, I think this is the best God of War game. Personally. I think so, too. I'd say hands down. I don't think there's... Yeah. 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 Now, I, I mean, I really liked 2 back when on the PS2, um, and 3 was pretty good. I thought the the story was a little bit old hat by that point, but yeah. 
Um, <laughs> this, the, I kind of, you know, I, is that going to happen with this one too? I don't know, but yes. I'm really obviously digging the, the Norse theme. Um, mm-hmm. Obvious to you guys, but uh, you know, the listeners, I'm you know big fan of Norse mythology. And... Jim might as well be a Viking. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, if it's one thing that God of War has done, it it, it made me buy Neil Gaiman's North North mythology. Oh, I'm sure, that's a great book. I was gonna say I'm sure you have some thoughts on that. I've, yeah. I haven't read it, but I've heard it's like it takes a lot of liberty. But that's the uh, point, it does. right? Yeah, yeah, it does take a lot of liberty because it's Neil Gaiman, but he puts it in a very uh, a narr- a better narrative structure than I think a lot of authors have done because it's hard when you take and this is bit what the monks of yore had problems with. How do you take these things that were oral tradition and make them a book? I How have you... tried to read the poetic Eda, and it's it is tough. Very, I've got it, it is very I've, difficult. <laughs> yeah, I've got a rendition of it over here, and it's like yeah. it's very it's it's tough to get through. Um, yeah. Because it's, especially it's in if you get the truer ones, it's all in uh, you know old English, and that's right. hard to read. Um, yeah, and that that's what's amazing about Neil Gaiman's book is that he got rid of all that. He's like, all right, well, we need to make humans read this, so yeah. I'm gonna make this you know legible. And he put the stories in coherent form, but I don't think he robbed the essence of them because it's tough with I think mythology. Greek mythology is a bit more direct, I, I, in my opinion, whereas Norse mythology is a little bit more, there's, not everything is quite specific, because with characters like, you know, Loki, and uh, even hero characters like Sigurd and that, like, you have to uh, look at them in, in, a, in a broader context, whereas yeah. it's unlike the the Greek mythology, it's like, well, what, what did Hercules well, do? Well, know? Zeus had sex with everybody. Yeah, Zeus just had sex with everyone, and yeah. it's like, okay, okay. Well, now now you have to track family trees and all that stuff. So, and there's some of that in Norse mythology too. But yeah. anyway, anyway, the game though, this game is great. Uh, I have to ask though, uh, this probably might be a spoiler for people by me asking this, but do you get to fuck any chicks in this? Like, is there any? <laughs> is there any? Like, is no. there a? There's no banging scene. Oh okay. man. So I was like, I'm going to bang a Valkyrie. This is going to be awesome. I think uh, that would be hilarious, especially for how they look in this game. <laughs> yeah, um, that would be fucking hilarious, actually. Yeah, the uh, the thing with saying, like, I do think this is the, the best God of War, it's weird to compare them at the same time just because of the dated nature of the other ones, even though 3 is a little bit more recent still. Mm. Like, it kind of had to follow the the course of the other ones. I think it's the best one. I will agree with that. I think it's missing a lot of things that I like from the original ones. Um, and that's, like, scale of things. Yeah. I think I think the, big, the biggest thing in this game is the World Serpent. Okay, and so I, there's nothing beyond that that's... No. Like, oh, and, okay. and that's... Well, I lied. There's something else. But it's not the same. Um, for the most part, it's the World Serpent. And... That's great. It's done really well. It's even used for the game's mechanics really well in terms yeah. of like making the level progress and stuff. I think that's fucking cool as hell. But there's no there's none of those moments where the game just pans out and shows you this gigantic level that you are going to cover every inch of. Yeah. And that yeah. that was like one of the coolest things about the original series. Yeah, and I, I kind of felt like just looking at the overworld map, I got that sense too that I was like there's yeah. an overworld map and like this is kind of it i'm thinking so yeah it kind of is yeah okay i yeah. just got to muspelheim by the yeah, way there you go <laughs> somebody knows how to pronounce it yeah okay. by the way josh i died when you were pronouncing that last time i thought it was i was like laughing i'm driving to work and i'm just laughing my ass off i genuinely was different having ways problems you... with it because i just didn't know i oh, didn't know so funny. I, I couldn't remember if there was an e in there before the p or if the p immediately followed the l like it... <laughs> 
They're weird words. <laughs> they are. Yeah. And the funny thing is that's probably one of the easier words to say in the entire mythology. Svartlheim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a good one. <laughs> Svartlheim. Yeah. Is, is it Svartla or Svart, Svartlo? I don't know. I, I see. I don't know how to say that one either. Yeah, actually. it's Svartlheim. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of yeah, you kind of like skip over the the L or whatever. Is that yeah, one but, of um, the uh, two realms you don't visit? That is one of the three realms there you don't three? visit. I don't actually, I think there's two. I think there's f- no, there isn't. There's more than I two. I thought there were just two. No, because you don't really go to many in this game. So I, I think that's not a spoiler either. So you're in Muspelheim, which yeah. is the arena yeah. one. It's what it's feeling like. I'm like, wow, this is like that's all every God of War game. Yeah. There's a place to do this. That is all it is. I did like the first area just so I would see it. And just in general, I think it's really cool that they modeled that realm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like in like it's even though it's not something I'm gonna do, <laughs> I'm not going to do all of that. It was cool just seeing this volcanic area where it looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like you can actually see the ripples and the like lava rock and stuff. Like it's it's real real nice looking yeah. for just this kind of side thing, which is cool. Yeah, it's this game is just gorgeous. I, yeah, it really I, is. Oh, man, I mean, just to see uh, any interpretation of Norse mythology stuff is I'm always geeked about. But when they do it really well, then I'm like, wow. Because yeah. I, up to this point, honestly, my favorite interpretation in gaming has been Banner Saga. Yeah, just because I would, you have to like rack your brain for stuff like this, and you yeah, do. Banner Saga is a real good one. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. man, this is just that Ralph Bakshi look to it. I I, I fucking loved it. And then this yeah. is the more I don't know how if you would say westernized or hyper realized version <laughs> of it. Like, yeah, this this is the movie version of of what the Thor movie should have been, but this it's gorgeous. And, uh, I, I am feeling though, this game is, it, I want, I'm going to beat it, but I, I don't know that I, and I think maybe this just be my feeling of God of war games in general. I'm not like over the moon about them. I like yeah. them. Yeah. But Me, like, you know, here. I'm like, yeah, they're good, but I don't know. I, I I'm kind of, I, I wonder what they're going to pull to to for the sequel what what is oh the there's book? uh there there's some yeah. stuff yeah so it's they i feel like that was pretty kept under wraps leading up to this game and even a little bit after it being out that it's obviously going to have sequels like obviously mm. and cutting off how many realms you can go to immediately is an indicator of that Okay. And yeah. and and they said there's not going to be any DLC, which is cool. I mean, that's really rare. All right. Um and there's a lot of content in the game in general, but whenever we can eventually talk about spoilers at some point, like I have problems with knowing that it's going to be a series because of what happens in this game. Okay. So it's Interesting. That I have I have issues, like minor issues with the story in general because of that and like that's that's the only like negatives I really have outside of combat, which I've talked to death about already. Yeah. But yeah, like story wise, it left me both wanting and I really liked it at the same time. So yeah. it's and I'm feeling like weird. as you as you go through the game with boy, like you you keep <laughs> you keep feeling like, am I playing Logan? Like, is this am I is yeah. this where I bring up my little you know progeny and yeah. they are going to supplant me at some point? Is it going to be that predictable or? I don't know. Is the it's, kid going to die? And then, like, it just sucks to be Kratos. Yeah, I actually, like, I don't want to say anything. But it, the the one that does feel super obvious is that Kratos would die. But mm. 
is it really got like i i think that would be a really bold choice that would be like a metal gear solid 2 situation you know that's accurate yeah oh man god of war god of war 2 not god of war 2 yeah now starring atreus yeah boy he's he's nicer than kratos yeah that's the thing he can't he like he can't be the uh i don't know he comes a fuck boy for a little bit but yeah he does become a fuck boy (laughs) i kind of feel like the if you if you keep kept the integrity of god of war uh you have to kill the kid and, yeah, right? I know. You know, like, you have to kill the kid, and Kratos has to be completely destroyed for you to be like, this is actually a, he is a Greek hero, or yeah. a, a, he's, a, he's a Greek tragedy, right? So if you're going to yeah. stick with that, don't, you know, I don't just put him in, like, all these, like, now he's in Chinese mythology, and he's riding a jade dragon, and all that weird shit. Like, if you, I, I think yeah. if that happens, then you got to keep killing people that are close to him. Yeah. You have to make his life hell, because that's... <laughs> something i can relate to so <laughs> it's 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 fun listening to someone who hasn't finished it yet knowing yeah about haven't finished at it the end yeah i'm just i'm my mind is like okay there are possibilities that could go this way that way i have There's... a feeling you're either going to love it or hate it you personally okay. like yeah hi yeah i immediately texted josh and was like i hate this aspect but otherwise it was good so okay. there's it it i think it does the end pretty well for the most part is it and, like a closing doors, other ones open situation? Not really. I don't. I I don't know. I actually really like how the game handles ending and that it doesn't really end. Like hmm. I thought. I thought it was really cool how it's done, um, and and it's it was smart and appreciated. So okay. and there's even like I'm past that now, cleaning up some other things, and there's there's more conversations to be had after the game that. Holy hell! To just the entire universe. That's... The amount of dialogue in this game is unbelievable. Yeah. It is crazy. So far, I've been. I mean, I, I'm fine to just kick back and listen. It's, yeah. it's acted very well. Yeah, it's cool, and and it hasn't repeated, and I don't think it ever does, which is mm. very awesome. Um, I like Mimir's stories. Mimir's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Where Where are you, Jim? I'm. I guess in the storyline, I just got to um, Mimir. Oh, so okay. I'm so right, you're not very I'm far. I'm right there. No, I've got about 10 to ten hours in, I think. Yeah, I really wish I could track you should how long it probably took. just skip Muspelheimsheim's yeah, um, for the time. Okay. Honestly, honestly, you should It does get, feel like a distraction. You should get a little deeper into the actual story because then if you want to do all the side stuff, it's pretty much all open to you which is really then then it's really fun okay good that's one of the things when you play this you're like can i go back here like (laughs) yeah there's nothing you ever get closed off from and there's two two of the realms are just completely just arena based things yeah muspelheim and niflheim is uh side stuff niflheim's cool niflheim's really interesting Mm -hmm. um it's a it's a rogue dungeon like really it resets itself yeah it's very cool it's very weird, and if you like die during it, you don't keep any of the stuff you had, and you have yeah, to like get it's back. Yeah, it's a it's a run based thing. It's yeah. it's pretty oh, interesting. It's it's neat. pretty ambitious for this game. Actually, yeah, that sounds pretty ambitious for a game like this. Wow, that's yeah, awesome. I spent a I spent too much time there. We'll just, yeah, we'll just I could I could explain my short my misgivings with those decisions with how it impacted the story, but we'll save that for later. Okay. All right. All right. Well, good. Well, I mean, I'm going to play more of it tonight, so I'm going to try to plow through it this weekend and finish it by Monday. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, you know what? If you really focused on the main story, it's not that long. 
Like I kept getting sidetracked because it was fun. Mm-hmm. And the so side stuff's worth doing, I'd say. Like the, the side stuff's, worth, stuff's cool. It, yeah, it's worth doing. It makes you stronger, and you just get more stuff. You get different armor and whatever. The Valkyries uh, Josh, are fun to fight. Josh, it's funny you said it was worth doing the Brock and Sindri stuff, and because I crafted armor, my crafted armor was better. So oh, like that, I'm still it, wearing that, that Brock and Sindri armor. Yeah, when the, you said that last week, Josh, I was like, wait, really? <laughs> well, you there's a, there's a final piece you haven't done yet, Jim. Okay. Um, where you like it's actually towards the end of the game, I think, where you can finally finish their whole thing, and it's it's legit stuff. But I had crafted something like pretty close to prior to that, so the stats I liked better than what they provided. Oh, okay. And so it was kind of just like, uh, I yeah. bet you. And uh, goes, I bet my Kratos would kill your Kratos. Okay. <laughs> you probably would because the combat's not good. I like the combat. It's what it. Nah, we're not. That's fine. It's, what? Eh. I, I'm kind of <laughs> with Nick on this. I, the combat's serviceable. It's, it's fine. But it, it's fine. It's but it's nothing like. There's no depth to it, like a Devil May Cry game or or yeah, there really like isn't that. actually Bayonetta. Like there's it's there's really no depth. Um, yeah, I, which I was kind of disappointed with because when I started the game, I started on the hardest difficulty. Oh, and I, oh, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I texted you about this too. I was like, "This game seems ridiculously fucking hard." <laughs> I feel like I'm hit, hitting like a wet noodle, and yeah. so I, then I said, "Fuck this!" Every fight's taking me more than 15 minutes, yeah. so I'm gonna re. I just restarted the game at whatever the starting difficulty was, and now it's. I you can enjoy it because you can do some more stuff. Can you? You can do it in the game. Yeah, yeah you can you do can it just at any time. And change it. Oh no! Yeah, you can change it any time. Because there was a point where I was like, oh, I should just, you know, put it on easy for these hordes of mindless enemies that don't do anything to me and then do bump it up for the bosses or whatever. But I never did that. I, uh, I dropped whatever. it down to easy for the Valkyrie Queen because she was very difficult. Josh. I didn't even know you could do that. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know Josh could stoop so low. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I I. In order oh for me God. to have beaten her, I oh would have had God. to have grinded out a ton of shit. Who are you? Who and, are you? And I will say, too, even on easy, she was Who? difficult. There's an imposter on this show right now. This is we... unprecedented. I'm evolving. <laughs> I'm, I'm we need to put on those, uh, those them glasses and look <laughs> at them. Oh, my God. I can't believe that. Yeah. I am stunned. Well, I have a like, ton of other games to play, so I don't want to spend a ton of time wasting time you trying to... You don't do that with any other game, though. <laughs> I wanted to on this one. Okay. That's fine. I'm... I'm yeah. It's just interesting. Um, actually, I'm, like, on the hard version of Muspelheim stuff right now, and it's really upsetting me. Is there, like, some special thing you get for doing that stuff? Well, hard, whenever you climb all the way up, you get... You fight one of the Valkyries, so you need to kill her for side if you want to do that whole side thing. But okay. then once you beat all the levels going up, they each open again for like harder and more difficult versions. Yeah. Uh, and I'll admit right now, I'm obviously doing it for the trophy because I'm gonna get a platinum. So. I was about to say that Colin was tweeting about that yeah. the other day. He's only doing it for the the. I'm like, nah, I yeah. don't care. I I no. like playing it enough that I don't mind. Okay. But I yeah. like if if you I know you guys are talking about the combat and like it being a pretty like one beat sort of system. But it can be way more than that in some of these Muspelheim things. I can believe that yes. for sure because it it starts to add modifiers. Mm-hmm. It, that's what Muspelheim is. It it starts to add wave based 
modifiers that like only take one hit or something crazy so then you have to like really prepare for that yeah because i just unlocked it and i haven't really done much in it yet so i was like uh but i know you guys were talking last week that there were those arena things and i'm like okay maybe that well that's what this is that's what it is yeah yeah okay well then i'm just gonna bounce out of that then and yeah, just get back to the main that, story yeah. it's it a good be, idea it would be easier to come back later once you have better things anyway you should probably mainline to going to the mountain okay the that's kind story. of what i've been doing yeah right. yeah which uh, yeah i guess you're right there or whatever yeah so i'm like you right actually there. kind of already did that so mm-hmm. yeah um god of war we probably shouldn't talk more about god of war <laughs> yeah um i would like to probably do spoilers next week josh whatever uh, just final thoughts I'll on it. probably have forgotten everything about that game. You're right, week, and then so. you won't be able to argue with me, and yeah, I'll win. We'll try anyways. And I'll prove my point, <laughs> and I'll be right. I'll win. <laughs> uh, I'm already Jim, dreading it. Good. Uh, Jim, since you actually played some games, I played one other game, but I don't, we don't, I don't need to talk about it yet. I want to hear about Battletech. But Battletech, I was yes. going to say, before we get super involved into this, Oh, I did start a new game, too. Oh, that I played a lot of this week. What are you playing? Uh, Wait, what? Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh, shut up! I I, as, <laughs> as soon as you were, I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. Is Vegito out yet? No, I, I don't think. think I don't think Zamasu is yet either. No, Zamasu. Oh, okay. So Zamasu's next, yet. and then Vegito. I think it's funny that that whole leak was is like proven. It's true. true. It's yeah. right. So next is going to be regular Goku and regular Vegeta. Now I am pumped for regular Vegeta. Because that's my favorite version of him, so really? that's what I want. Yeah, I, or Majin Vegeta would have been better, but that's that's great. Majin Vegeta would have been cool. I don't yeah. know what that means. Different skin and stuff too. Yeah, you don't. You haven't got there yet. I don't know when I will. I'm falling off a little bit. Oh, you suck. I'm on the Boo Saga. Even Are though I you really, this is terrible. Wait, you're on well, the Boo Saga? Then you've seen Majin. Then you well, seen... well, maybe I'm not on the Boo. I I guess I'm assuming the Boo Saga is immediately after the Cell Saga, so that must not be the case. I just I just got introduced white. to the, the great Cyber Man, which you mean so you're in, you're in the filler. Saiyan Man, yeah. yeah, and I kind of yeah, really don't like stuff. any of that. I didn't like Great Saiyan Man either. Yeah. They sort of make him funny in Super. Uh, yeah. He lasts like all the way through Super. Uh, just not really. Okay, like sort of, but not really. It's a tongue in cheek kind of thing. And, by that, yeah. Point. I also really, yeah. really hate Mister Satan, and I'm I'm mad about that entire thing. You're supposed to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry anyway. I interrupted. Good. <laughs> well, that's great. I'm glad, I'm glad you're watching Dragon Ball. I'm trying. Trying. To, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get through it. <laughs> Jim, tell me about Battletech. I've been on the fence of buying this game since it came out. Okay, so Battletech. It is XCOM with giant mechs. Mm-hmm. So, Which is yeah. why I almost have bought it a bunch of times. Yes. So the thing with Battletech. All right, so big overarching umbrella discussion here. Wargaming. It is a transplant, obviously, from a tabletop game. Um, and back in the 90s, I actually, my first um, interaction with this franchise was through Mech Warrior. My one friend, when I lived in California, he had a much better computer than I did. And we'd go over to his house, and he had um, Mech Warrior for it. And I, the first time I played this game, I was just blown away. It was a first-person game. That game was different. It was first-person, uh, more of a sim Always wanted to play those old Mech Warriors. Did you did you ever play the one that's free to play right now? Yeah, Mech Warrior Online. Yeah, yeah. I have. It's it's not quite Mech Warrior in my opinion mm. uh, because of just there's when you get into Mech Warrior and certain mechs, me, every mech has a role, and you you field that mech in your lance. A lance is your your 
uh, battalion, we'll say. Uh, and you field a certain mech for a certain role, and in MechWarrior Online, certain things from earlier iterations of MechWarrior and even the tabletop game are nerfed to make them less powerful. Now, it's fine. Balancing makes sense. But the reason you have a, a assault mech or anything, you know, a super heavy in the back shooting LRMs, which are ridic- like a ridiculous salvo of missiles, mm. uh, the reason you have them back there doing that, you need a scout to run up through you want them to run up really quick tag a bunch of shit for that lr for those lrm missiles to uh heat seek essentially um mm-hmm. heat is a big important factor of mech warrior and all that kind of stuff but yeah you have to like manage your temperatures and stuff yes right? there's yeah. a lot of management to to this game and one of the endearing things about mech warrior is that you really feel like you're in a big machine that you have to take care of yeah you have to vent the heat you have to make sure that your weapons are armed you can't use them too much if you overheat bad things are going to happen if you're this you know speed's important uh terrain's very important uh if your mech is equipped with jump jets that affect, affects other things so there's lots of things to balance uh, when when you're in your mech. Now, the game is, in my opinion, the best adaptation that I've ever played of the of the tabletop conversion. So That's awesome. It, yeah, it's it's so it's in my opinion. It's, now the story in Mech Warrior, it, it's it's weird. You basically the humanity evolved, not necessarily evolved, evolved, but they spread out. They start in a central location. They become this big galactic empire, and there's like a thousand years of amazingness, and everything's great. <laughs> well, that that goes to shit, and then all these classic. other yes classic uh, all these other houses decide to vie for power and then that creates a big power struggle and so there's all these different houses in the inner sphere is what it's called then you have the periphery which is the outer rim worlds these are people who kind of they live on their own and uh, they kind of try to manage the best they can with less uh, resources that's where this game takes place this game takes place before mech warrior 4 um, mercenaries in my, if I'm getting that, I think that's when it takes place. But there, there is a just like most war uh, tabletop gaming stuff. There's a ton of lore set up for this stuff, mm. so they had to find a gray area that wasn't so explained in lore, and that there's all this kind of like, well, there are things out here that people don't really know, and there are yeah. clans, and yeah, which makes total sense that they yeah, would do that makes sense, yeah, yeah, it makes so it le- so much creative freedom for to do that. Um, so you're out there, you're in the periphery, and you actually go through like a Mass Effect style set up your story kind of thing, and you really? pick how yeah you so you pick how your character, uh, be, what house they may have grown up in, or if they were just originally from the periphery. Uh, you pick their some personality traits about them, and then the game weaves that into the narrative. Now I'm not I am only playing the one character, so I don't know how much that affects it. But there's dialogue options. You can talk with people on your ship and stuff, wow. just like Mass Effect, and your background, and that plays into dialogue options, which is really cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I didn't realize any of that. Yeah, and y- you're trying what you the after you go through an introductory sequence, you you have to. So debt and debtors and banks are a big part of this. There's kind of a cyberpunk theme with this, I guess, but they you owe a lot of money and the thing with bankers is they don't want you to pay it off. Just like a normal bank. Of course. Uh, they want you to pay into perpetuity. They want so, you to be in debt until you're buried. Exactly. Yeah. You take you take all of your uh, your fucking shit to the grave. Well yeah. and then your family has to repay it. Yes. Um so that's a big part of it, and you're trying to re- you start off the game after this introductory sequence, having to repay a, a large sum of money, and the only okay. way to do that is by you take these gigs, and there's so there's this thing called the oh, fuck I'm forgetting the name of it now, but it's basically an advisory board for mercenary work, and you they may 
when you take contracts through them, it's guaranteed. Certain things are guaranteed, and and that kind of stuff. If you, but you can take contracts that are outside the purview of this advisory board, and there's higher risks for that, potentially more rewards. Hmm. And you can manage that throughout uh, the game too. Um, there are locations that you travel to. Uh, for, at first, it's very small. You don't have a lot of options because your ship is not super capable. Um, you, I'm told you get later ships in the game, which is great. Because so, oh, yeah. so you have like a a big starship where you're housing all of your mechs, and yes. that's how. Okay, and yeah. so so sort of like XCOMs, just like XCOM, specifically XCOM two, I guess. Uh, yes. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. And your guys will die if you you can have mechs that you've invested lots yep permadeath's a thing you've invested all this stuff into them well now they're dead and you lost that mech and that sucks and you you feel it it's it's heartbreaking because you're like oh my god this sucks you're not Um, save scumming no i don't do that in these games i like to just see what would happen my first go through and then uh, and just go from it's a more natural experience that way i think yeah so yeah replaying XCOM 2 most recently it was really fun doing it yeah it it lends you know once you don't care you're like Okay, I don't care, and I'm just going to see what happens, yeah. and we'll try to manage it. And then when unexpected things truly happen, when a truly unexpected thing happens, you feel rewarded for it. Yeah. Because you're like, well, hey, I managed, because in these circumstances, I still managed to come out on top, in a way. So, yeah, and you feel that with, with, with Battletech, too, and it's a great price. It's only, like, 40 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Only on PC, right? Only on right PC now. right now. Yeah. Yeah, um, only on PC plans to come to consoles i don't know because all the shadow run games are pc only too aren't they yeah. this is the same developer same dev yeah mm-hmm. what was that? i always heard great things about those games they're amazing shadow run returns is better than their first one um, yeah but uh yeah was, sh- was, sh- was there a launch shadow run game on there was a shadow run shooter on 360 that had cross play with pc is that the same thing is that what yes okay same setting it's yeah. the same setting these games are totally different yeah um a bunch of them came out within the last five years, like four yeah. of them or something crazy, I feel like, or three. I don't know. I always heard about it, but never played them. Yeah, it's like three of them that came out. It's, and it's uh, you know, Cyberpunk. And, and Shadow Run's with... another tabletop game, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it started as a um, uh, more like D&D. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. like a role-playing game. Yeah, um, Battletech, I, I think the only thing I'm worried about is all the management of, like, minutiae. Uh, and unfortunately, the game does not get, do a great job of guiding you. Man. And I had to go to YouTube and look like it was shitty on launch day to find tutorials for like, because yeah. when, you, when you get to your ship screen, they don't tell you what to do. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, what do I? Okay. And how do I, I just, do? Yeah. How do I game? How do I do? Yeah. yeah. So I just started clicking on stuff. And I was like, "Am I gonna fuck something up here?" So I just yeah. looked, and they're like, "Oh, you just go talk to this guy first, and he'll he runs you through some basic tutorials." I'm like, oh, okay. "Okay, yeah, that's good." That that was the only thing kind of holding me back. Um, I I've heard maybe some PC issues in terms of it just crashing. Yes. sometimes. So yeah. I don't know if that a lot of that's been ironed out. Uh, so, the the big problem is was the memory leak. There was okay. a the, an actual memory leak that would happen during this game, and it would just restart my computer. My whole computer would just restart. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I haven't had anything like that happen yeah. with a PC. And it game was a known a issue. Time. Yeah. If you go to the forums on it, they they say, hey, this is a known issue. Here's what you can do to try to fix it. So Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna grab that sooner rather than later because I'm very much like craving a tactics experience right now. Mm. Um playing Gloomhaven and stuff. Um oh, I've been sweet Gloomhaven. 
man, it's so cool. It's just yeah. super cool. <laughs> I uh, I was very close to restarting Divinity because Divinity oh. is. I bought that game like sight unseen. I know when you guys were playing it, like Cody loved it, and mm. like I just thought it sounded really awesome. And then when I played it, I was like, "Holy shit! This is just a ta- like a tactics game. Like yeah. this is awesome." And I would really liked it, but never got back to it. But um, I've been close to doing that. I instead started something else, uh, Invisible Ink. Invisible which, Ink. Yeah. So I've been I've been totally obsessed with Netrunner lately. Oh like, yeah, yeah, good call. Like completely obsessed with Netrunner, <laughs> and uh, I was like all in the cyberpunk thing thinking about mega corpse ruining everybody's lives in the future and Wayland uh, hacking stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and invisible Wink is a tactics. It's a stealth tactics game. Hmm. Uh, it is, it is basically XCOM, um, but it's, it's focused on stealth and you play as hackers uh, stealing shit from corporations and it's a grid. It's a turn, it's a turn-based grid thing. You were literally doing XCOM actions, such as like moving certain distances. You are you're limited by action points in this game, as opposed okay. to dur- doing set turns. It's more like Divinity, actually. It's mm. it's points per turn. Um, I just barely started it. This was this game came out like three years ago, I think. It's from Clay. Uh, so like Mark of the Ninja, Don't Starve. Oh, Mark um, of the Ninja, stuff wow. like that. I love yeah. That. Yeah, so Invisible Wink has, like their other games, a really striking art style. It's it's really nice, um, kind of like kind of like flat two D, but they're three D models. Uh, they animate real nice. They have a really cool. It just the whole thing just has a really cool style. Nice music. Um, yeah, it's I just basically started it. It's not like a long campaign thing. It's run based. So oh, so it's roguish. Yeah, so. I didn't realize that. I actually just learned that today. Uh, <laughs> I only played it for a little bit, and then I was talking to Mike from work, the legend of the show, basically, that has not been on yet. Yeah, it sounds um, like me and Mike would get along. Yeah, probably. I like that's um, how that's it, that's what his name is to me. Mike, Mike from Mike work. From, that's, Mike how from I, work. that's how I. That's how. That's yeah. his name. That's and his he'll, name. And he'll laugh about that because, like, what else would I talk to people that don't know him as you know? Because there's too many Mikes in the world. So, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but when does I mean, the point he, come where you can just say Mike? Like you could you could just say Mike right I now. I guess that's and we true. Would you know, know who you were talking but, about. I don't know, but I kind of I kind of like the title Mike from Work. Yeah, like he Mike should just change if he has a Twitter handle. It needs to be Mike from Work. Mike from ah, Work. Mike, if you're listening, you should maybe consider changing your name. But his name is like I think he's had it forever. Um. Anyway, uh, I was talking to him today, and I didn't realize it was a run based thing, and it's very short. You're set with getting back some AI that was helping you ru- ruin the corporation's schemes. Oh, cool. Um, this AI helps you in-game, though. So, like, you have your standard grid view of, like, you're moving through rooms, you have to get to a door, open the door, or peek through the door before you know what's there, and you're working your way through these... I They'd have to be randomized levels, just uh, doing some sort of objective. I guess the best analogy is picture the XCOM missions where you're not... where especially in two where you start out concealed and, and you technically can be hidden for a long time and you might be trying to steal something or get to a point and extract somebody or whatever. That's invisible ink the whole time. You aren't really supposed to engage people. 
You can, if you need to, you can stun people. I think at some point you may get a gun, but I don't think so. I want to say there's maybe never any guns that you get to use. That was a very confusing um, two sentences. I I, th- I feel like I've seen it. I'm just not sure. Because the whole point is you're, it's stealth. So, like, if there is going to be a character that has a gun, it's probably, like, one shot. You never use it again in the, in the turn. What do they use? Uh, so, again, on the Netrunner thing, they're enhanced. They have, they have like, weird implants of, like, technology. Like, I have this thing in my fist that I can just punch somebody and it stuns them. Okay. <laughs> or, or, like, the, the, you have two starting characters. The guy that punches people and stuns them, his name is Decker. Which is oh, so good, clearly, good yeah, so clearly Blade Runner, but nice. um, and he even dresses like it, and he resents the future and all this stuff. But then the other character that you have is this woman, her I, international, I think, is way too long of a code name, but that's her code name. Um, that's kind of uh, noir-ish. That's kind the, of cool. This whole th- that goes into the style for this game. Sounds it's like it's very someone in Austin Powers. It's very noir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that does sound Miss like international. an Austin Powers character. Yeah. <laughs> There James might, Bond. There might be an international named person in Austin Powers. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> anyway, her thing is that she can hack stuff better than the other guy. He can hack things too, but she can hack things from a distance. So she has some shit in her head or whatever. Okay. And so it's stuff like that. And you get more characters at some point. I don't really know how that works. If it's like once you encounter them, you have them on the next run, kind of like into the breach. I don't. I was thinking, yeah, into the breach where I you don't, can like. I don't really have a feel because I barely got to play this, but Invisible Ink is on at least PS4 and PC. It might be on Xbox. It was a PlayStation Plus game a while ago, so listener, hmm. you may have it. It is, it is very cool. I'm I'm really into it. I'm a little disappointed it's run based because I wanted to get established. Like it it has a lot of things going on in it. Like you are jumping around a world map, kind of like an XCOM two. And XCOM 1, I guess. But more more XCOM 2 is what I'm thinking. And you just pick scenarios. They are randomized. And you're furthering some goal. And once you complete that goal, I guess the run is over. Okay. So it's more of, board game-esque than it is uh, yeah, it's, narrative. Yeah. It's not really super story-driven. Like, okay. there's, there's, there's voice acting and dialogue and all that stuff. But, like... That's not really, I guess, the focus. It's just the gameplay for the most part, which it um, sounds cool. It's cool. I'm, I'm, it's, it's scratching that itch for now. Uh, but because it's run based, I don't know that I'll play it that much. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, might be a good I, stream game. Yeah, yeah, it could be. It's a lot more interesting to watch than Into the Breach, probably. Um, because it's a little bit more actiony. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. That's, uh, but I love. I don't know. Me personally, I like watching people play tactics games. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I like the thought process, but I also don't really watch streams, so I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Understand. Yeah, um, but that is the only other new thing I played. Okay. So, well, so there's uh, there's that, and also people should go buy BattleTech because it's yeah. amazing, and it yeah I don't know it does require I don't want to see a beefy computer, but it can if there's a lot of stuff going on on screen. I had a feeling it was like really CPU hard. It is like there's a whole lot of crunching happening. Yeah, there with, is with all that big stuff. Yeah, so that's that's the only thing because I have a kind of dated one right now. But um, I saw an article the other day saying that trying to run Crisis on Mac settings is still difficult for a lot of up to date PCs. 
Why is that? That's what I'm I wondering. Know. I don't know, but like I, it's just I don't know. I've, it's got to be. I mean, it's just got to be the way they program the game. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, imagine. at this point, it's probably the program because they did so ridiculous the shit in that game. They they went they they they, they had AI for the grass, if I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah, they... <laughs> I can't remember. It had it like had too much detail for things that didn't matter. Yeah, or something. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. just thought that was interesting because of how long ago Crisis came out. Never played Crisis. Never played any of them. Third one was good. I only played the first. I only played the first one. I played the third one. I liked it. Hmm. Another one of those series. I guess I kind of just. Fell by the wayside. Yeah, like fear. Yeah. Fear. I forgot about fear. <laughs> wow. Pop quiz. What's wow, fear the... stand for? No idea. Uh, I I knew it was an acronym, but I have no clue what it stands for. First Encounter Assault Recon. That's it. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. Okay. Uh, that was one of the first demos I played when I got my first actual gaming capable computer. Uh, fear was coming out, and I was like, man, I want to play as much crazy shit as I can play because I have new <laughs> hardware. And that, I never played the full game. I played the demo a bunch of times, and I was like, I don't think I want to play this. It's cool. It looks cool, but I'm sort of a pussy. I will forever and say don't play it. Fear is one of the most frightening games I've ever played. Just, yeah, solely because of I, how many jump scares there are in it from a first person that's perspective. Why I didn't, that's why I didn't want to play it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely a monster in the closet game. Yes. Yeah. And that child is kind of terrifying. Yeah, you come around what? the corner, she's on the top of the yep, steps, yep. she turns and looks at you, then the game forces you to look away, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, it, yeah. it did some cool things. What is it with little girls with long, straight black hair? I don't know how, how to that respond to that. I don't know. Well, that's I, why I'm asking. I don't know why that's a thing. I don't why know if it thing? just it, it was just the post, you know, ring obsession. Or was it the post, was, uh, like, uh, what was the famous, not poltergeist. The Exorcist? Yeah, the Exorcist. She didn't have. She didn't have straight black hair. But just like hair. a little girl in general, kind of spawned that. Maybe just little girls are scary. Yeah, that's I that's guess. what we're establishing yeah. right now. Just scary. I mean, they are children. children are fucking children are horrifying. scary. Yeah, yeah they are frightening. I, um, yeah, never. You know what? People are terrifying. I'm afraid of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah some people are more terrifying than others. Especially if you work retail. All children are scary. Yeah, yeah. All, all children are scary. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, blanket scenes. Uh, yeah, I Jim, are you, you, Jim, are you playing anything else? Yes, I am playing lots of things. I was I was listening to you guys' podcast. Like, yeah, they're not really playing a lot right now. But I, no. I, yeah, I've been I've been playing a lot. Um, the other game I've been playing. You were speaking to uh, playing run based games. I'm playing yeah. for the king. Yeah, I well. just heard about this. For the king's awesome. Yeah, it, I was. It's been an early access forever. But oh, okay. Yeah, and it was. Uh, it was like twenty bucks, and then it went, or it was fifteen. Then it hiked up to twenty, and then for the release, they went back down to fifteen. So, oh, weird. Yeah, really strange. That's they said weird. That, they said Steam made them do it. They said that that was a, re- a requirement from Valve. The Economist, their 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 Economist on Retainer was like, "Listen, this game's got to be cheaper." Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they're the ones who told them to hike it up to twenty bucks, and they were like, "I don't know if we want to do that." And they're that's, like, "No, you have to do this." That's really interesting. I'm like, "Oh, really? Okay, yeah. that seems like a weird way to tell everyone I'm. This is why we're charging you more money." But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but no, it's it's great. It's it's a t- it's a board game that is a dungeon crawler, and that is a video game. 
<laughs> okay. It, it's 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 awesome. It's it's a it's turn based. So you have three characters. You start off with you've got um cla- it's class based, but they don't call them typical stuff. Like a fighter in this game is called a blacksmith, and it's mm. strange to me because I don't do anything blacksmithy. So that's <laughs> so they know, just change. It's arbitrary. It. Yeah, yeah, I don't okay. know why that why that's a thing, but. Uh, and then they do the weird thing where random classes are used in different gender pronouns. So, for some reason, if I always select this character, even though I'm a male, it's always with a she. Like, she she does blah, 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 and she does blah, blah, blah. I'm like, so you just change them? It's not even that. I was going to say, I'm going to, is is the one class always this one thing? Are they always? No. Oh, you can okay. make them whatever you want. Oh, okay. Because I was the... going to complain about Darkest Dungeon where they don't have enough variety. Oh yeah, I agree with you completely with that. Yeah, yeah. but I no, this it was is like that. it's it's random. I don't know why they like. I don't know. It's just the flavor text when you're picking them. Yeah. But it's it's like into the breach though, where so you go every now runs in this game take a while. I thought that I mean I was far into this game, this yeah. this board game, and. I got pretty fucking far, and throughout the game you're finding bits of lore, is what they call it, and it's just this book that you use for currency when you get back to the main menu after your run. Well, I mean, it's I feel like this is a super soul-crushing game to play, because you put... I put 11 hours into my first run, I think, or maybe 8, something like that. Okay. And then I died. and But now, hey, you now you have lore, and what's cool is throughout the game, so Whoa. there's... Because it's a board game, random events pop up on the board while you're moving, while you're in the in little dungeons that pop up, whatever. There's a lot of random stuff that happens throughout the game. And well, what you can do is once the run is complete, you can take these bits of lore and you can buy new events or people or weapons or items or whatever. You can use this lore to then enhance your next run. And make okay. it more interesting. So new enemies, you buy new enemies as well. Also, new whole new classes you can buy. So, so you're like buying expansion sets for your board game, basically. Yeah, it's 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 DLC inside of itself. Yeah, weird. Which which is I think really fucking cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I have not seen a game do this. Uh, in a, I, don't, I may have, but it's actually I think Dead Cells kind of does this a little bit. But uh, it, it's almost it's, bought that recently too. Yeah, you still need to buy that because yeah. you'd love that game. Been very close to playing. I know you love it. Um, I think I think Alex probably would too. But mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, you get that's the point of the game is to tr- you're set with this really basic description at the beginning. The queen gives you that the king has been killed and you need to undo all this horrible shit that's happening. And it's it's cool because every individual character can move separately. Um, Every enemy that you encounter has a range of of spaces on the board that they can... If other enemies are on those other spaces, they can bring them into battle, which can make decision-making very difficult because you're like, well, shit. Now, you have stats in the game, of course, and uh, the one character, the hunter, is really good at roguey stuff. Well, there's an ambush mechanic in this game, and the point of ambushing an encounter is to isolate that not only to gain initiative in the fight, but then to isolate them from the other enemies that are around them. Yeah. So you, and that costs focus as a, as a resource in the game. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that, that you have to kind of, not too much to manage at first. It seems kind of over or yeah, overwhelming, but the, as you start to play it, you really begin to see the, how the game uh, opens up. And I mean, for 15 bucks, I'm just like you, they could have charged 30 or 40 for this. Yeah. Easy. Uh-huh. So, so the whole you you said you were like eight hours deep or so. Yeah, you don't really lose anything other than your characters. 
and and whatnot. You're you're still planning on you still make progress by buying stuff, I guess. Um, or what are what are you losing? Because I actually did hear it was pretty hard. It's for that hard reason. because yeah. of that. Yeah, it's okay. hard because well, especially if you start on the hard the harder difficulties. But I started on Journeyman, which is medium or whatever, and okay. um and it's it's diff- difficult. You can if you're not making smart decisions, your run can end a hell of a lot sooner than mine. But I and I'm not saying that I made the best decisions because I did die. But if there does be and you oh the, throughout this entire thing, you're trying to manage this thing called chaos in the realm and chaos. <laughs> okay. The chaos is this meter at the top of your screen, and on that meter there are little portraits uh, or and skulls. And the skulls, if they as a day passes, there's also these three little. Um, boxes under those things there's three for the skulls and then there's three or four for the hearts the skulls when they get through that adds a percentage of chaos to the realm all enemies get another five percent health and okay. encounters are increased and that kind of stuff yeah two of them they're up to 110 percent health and things get harder uh and then when a portrait goes through those are special world enemies that you have to beat and they do ridiculous shit to the board so, like, there are these shrines that'll pop up, and you can go and worship at these shrines, and um, each character can only worship at one shrine. Mm. If this one character, if she spawns, every day she destroys a random shrine. So you would lose okay. whatever buff the, that shrine was giving you. Or or potentially a shrine that you never even got to could be destroyed if you don't right. get to her in time. And you're trying to, like, well, shit, she's way over here. I only have so much. Oh, and move is do- movement is done by basically rolling a die. Uh, so you, only, you can move up to three spaces or up to six. It just depends on how you roll. Okay. Um, each there's a there's a slot mechanic to the game is what it looks like, but each slot has individual chances to succeed and that plays into the turn-based battles as well. Hmm. So, it's really complex. It really sounds like a board game. It is a board. It's this could totally yeah. be made into a, like a 2 or 300 dollar board game. I could easily see that that yeah. happening. Um just you'd have to have a hell of a lot of pieces for this, but Yeah. Um, I mean, you're playing Glue Maven, so you know that you can make ridiculously sized board games. Yeah, I mean, it's it's incredibly dense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think I think you'd love it personally because it, it's run. It is run based. It's got a little bit of that rogue element. That's what I was gonna ask. Do you think mm-hmm. that's a benefit of that game? Because the only the only like I only recently just heard about this on another podcast this week, and that was their one th- problem was like I don't know if this should even be run based. It it could be fine if it wasn't. So like, I'm- does it? I can see that argument. Yeah, yeah. I could. I could probably. I could see that. Me personally, I don't mind it because this is one of those games where you're like, okay, I'm gonna go again and I'm gonna see yeah. how far I can get. And it's yeah. just, you have that same roguelike mentality going in, and you know what you you have that expectation. I think people who have a lot of that criticism, maybe they wanted a different experience from it, and that's yeah. perfectly valid. But for me, I knew going into it that it was gonna be so- pseudo roguelike, and I. I don't know. I just have that expectation, so it doesn't bother me. It's also it's also weird to like use that as a criticism because you could look at XCOM two like that. You could absolutely get, you could get ten hours into XCOM two and literally have nothing to show for and it. And that lose. has happened to me every <laughs> single time I've played that game. I oh yet, wow, really? I have yet to beat either of those games because I, I have one. been I've been yeah. fucked over by RNG, and that's yeah. it sucks. But I still love that game. Yeah, I mean, I like you said on Twitter one. the other day, 2016 game of the year. I still totally. agree with that. Totally. Yeah. XCOM so. Two is so fucking good. It like s- want to play that all the time. 
but yeah. I have to not play that all the time. <laughs> Life getting in the way. Did you play? Games. Did you did you get War of the Chosen? No, I all? didn't get any of the DLC for it. I mean, I, so I, if you I, ever pick that game up again, absolutely must have that. Yeah, I think the summer sale, I'm probably going to pick up all that stuff. Yeah, it's it's an awesome expansion. It's It makes the game so much cooler, so much more interesting, so much more varied. So it's it's sweet as hell. Wow, I never, that's, I never, that's never finished my game in that one, actually. Really? But yeah, because it's the same story and stuff. It just inserts this new stuff within it. I see. Okay. So I got to a point, I killed one of the Chosen, and I was like, meh, okay, I'm going to take a break. I don't need yeah. to do this. I was, like, really strong, too. Like, the, it, the that expansion makes you kind of really overpowered in a way, because it oh, adds... Really? Yeah, it adds three new classes that are just fucking crazy. Like, and you you can only have like one of them on your team, one of each class, because they're really useful and really powerful. Oh wow! Okay. So yeah, they kind of break the game in a in a like minor way, but um, it goes a long way at the same time because that's, that's my thing with XCOM. I feel like those games are pretty hard. So it's, it's, two is know? really hard. Two, two is hard. Two is really hard. Yeah, that's a hard game, and I yeah. I still love it. I think it's great. So yeah. I've, I've been waiting for the summer sale. I'm going to pick up all that stuff. Yeah. That's been on, highly, the, on the list. Highly, highly recommend it. Uh, it is free this weekend, which when you hear this, it'll probably not be free anymore. <laughs> but mm, yeah. I hope people checked it out because I think it's on... I think it's free on everything. Even Xbox is doing it. Oh, wow. So That's... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Xbox does that sometimes. PlayStation does not really, as far as I know. Not that I'm aware. Still of. have no desire to get an Xbox. So yeah, you don't need to. <laughs> There's yeah. no reason to. I mean, the Rare Collection was the only game that I was even thinking of of getting it for. Why the hell is that not on the Windows Store? Why I, is that on? The, oh I like. My God. I would probably, and Josh is gonna laugh at this. This is like the most unprecedented episode of Two V One ever. I would probably <laughs> get rid of my Xbox. Like, because I legitimately don't need it with the PC. Hmm. Like, if I could have so Rare Replay you, on PC... You have your Xbox because you have Rare Replay, which you yeah. haven't played. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that's I was following tracking, right? Yeah. Okay. Because just in case I want to play something, and sometimes I do, mm-hmm. that's the only way I can play that. And it doesn't bother me having it. It's more I could get something out of it if I didn't need to have it for Rare Replay, but I'd rather have it for Rare Replay. Yeah. So that that was the same. I was looked at that game and I was like, "Stupid dilemma, but whatever." I want it, but if I kept holding out hope that it would come out on PC, I can't believe they haven't done that. What the hell, mate? You know what? Microsoft's E3 announcement of the show. <laughs> rare, re- rare Replay on Windows Store. Just nothing but applause. Yeah, just. People freaking out, swooning, passing out. Rivers between legs. Just <laughs> waterfalls. Yeah. What would it take I, for I, you to pass out at an E3? Uh, Dark Ooh. Souls 4. You'd pass well, out. I mean, we saw the Bloodborne thing. I, so I hope that's Bloodborne. If it's <sighs> not Bloodborne, I'm going to be very mad. Yeah, I don't want it to be a horror game. I, I want it to be another... Yeah. yeah. I hope it's not weird from... No, wait. I'll, I'll take that back. It, it'll it be okay if it's weird from software because mm. they have some cool, weird games. But I really want it to be Bloodborne too. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wants it to be Bloodborne too. Yeah. Especially yeah. after that ending. Like, Yeah, that game's awesome. I'm, I'm, and you beat it then. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Great. 
Love that game. Great game. It was so good. I I liked it. I it's hard for me to say this, and I know a lot of people hate Dark Souls too, but I Dark liked Souls it more. Too. I liked it more than Dark Souls too, <sighs> but but just barely, just just by a little bit. Dark Souls two, the unsung hero of the Souls series. <sighs> It's like, okay, guys, I know not everything's super connected. I know you're pissed about that. But yeah. It's still a really good game. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I guess we shouldn't talk about Souls. Josh is, like, killing himself no, over there. Is Bloodborne the better of the Souls games? No. I don't think so. No. No. Nah, just, it was just a general question. I didn't know. It's my least my least favorite, without a doubt. Was Bloodborne? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. That's an easy ranking for me. Even though you love Bloodborne. Yeah. I, I love Bloodborne. It's a fucking fantastic game. It's one of the best exclusives on PS4. Yeah. And I agree with that. It's my least favorite Souls. So that should give you some context of how I hold the other ones. <laughs> Do you count Demon Souls? Because mm-hmm. I, I, de- I love Demons. I like I love demons. Bloodborne more than Demon Souls. Okay, so... Yes, we're having a Souls discussion. God it's been a little it. bit. Here so, we go. Sorry, everybody. Um, one of those things. A little unfair to compare. Mm. Maybe. I'm not. Only... I didn't ask in a comparison form. I said in general. Oh, no. No, I just... I'm getting there. Because um, without any of them, without Demon Souls, none of them would exist. So... Fair. I have now the nostalgia portion of demon souls where that was crazy that was a crazy moment when i first played that game and i was like whoa like whoa i really like this idea i like everything about this and i played so much of that game and i just could never put it over bloodborne or bloodborne over it like i couldn't Mm. i just couldn't do that i see so yeah demon souls is probably my fourth I guess out of the five. Okay. For that for that reason. So but, it's somewhere in that like you know bottom realm. Yeah, I mean I I love it a lot, but it also has some real bad shit in it, like an entire level. You know, yeah. like Plague Valley is awful. Plague Valley, man. Oh. Yeah, that that is an awful level. It's just garbage. But they didn't learn anything, and they included stuff like that for two more games. So it's like really weird, like. Uh, Blight Town, and then um, I was just gonna say Blight Town, <laughs> uh, Black Gulch, and Dark Souls Two, and then I don't think there was anything like that in Three. No, maybe the what was the forest level in that one? Ah, um, uh, you're right. There was like the a poison, poison ground. swamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're, that's kind of one of those. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. See, so they didn't really learn anything no. from that. <laughs> they just like they have to have their dickhead level. Yeah, they really like the bullshit pain in the ass levels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But so, Bloodborne had, you know, of course, that, that wandering forest and, like, you couldn't, you know, figure out yeah, where the fuck you were going sometimes. Nothing, nothing really pissed me off in Bloodborne level-wise. It was all the blood vial bullshit. Like, that is that is yeah. one of the main reasons that's my least favorite game. Uh, yeah. They I made some stupid, stupid gameplay decisions that, like, are baffling. They're baffling. So, Yeah. Souls. Souls is the best. The Surge um, is the best. <laughs> Jim, did you ever play any of the offshoot Souls games? Like The Surge or nope. Neo or anything? I, well, okay, I was talking about picking up Neo. Um, but I Neo's still awesome. Yeah, to pick it up. I want to, but um, the Surge nope, is awesome. I haven't picked play that up yet. 
I didn't even hear of the surge until you guys talked it's about so it. The wow, one it's really we're good. pioneers. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's a it's a unique twist on the game. It is it a good game? Yes. Mm. <laughs> it's a very. If Joss game. says it is, it's, it's kind of like mm, is I like this Dark Souls. The combat in game. the surge is better than any combat in the Souls games. Wow! Please, just fucking Be- because no. solely because of the whole <laughs> additional no. the whole additional thing of cutting off limbs that you have to worry about. Yeah, and guess how far that goes. What do you mean how far that goes? You cut off a couple pieces of equipment, and then there's no real reason to do it anymore. It made. What are you talking about? Whatever. We're not getting into this. No, we're not. <laughs> we're bringing it down now. The Surge is a really good game. That. All right. Well, I'll look at some uh, gameplay of it and see if it's. Uh, I did a review on spin. my YouTube channel. I remember that. I, I was like, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, that's why I did a review for it because I was like, <laughs> I don't think anybody knows what this is. But, okay. Yeah. That's fair. It's a Dark Souls yeah. game in space. Well, not in space. Never mind. A sci-fi version. Not in space. Yeah. Very, very much not sci. It's not sci-fi enough. It should this, have been more sci-fi. This is completely random. But do you guys usually do any three p- predictions video? We talked about it. Uh, I don't. I'm not good at that. Me neither. Like, like I'm not good at really thinking about what to expect for me three. I mean, I'm pretty excited for E3 okay. this year. Well, um, if you do one, I'd love to come on for that because that'll be fun. Yeah, I mean, we we always do the post one where yeah. just run down everything, but uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're getting we're getting pretty close, I guess. It's like what a month, a month away. away. Yeah, it's June. Mid-June, yeah. Yeah. I are you thinking of some I mean, what what do you got? Let's talk about it. Oh, I mean, nothing at the moment. Okay. A lot it's the same as everyone else. It's like, oh, what do you show this year? Yeah, or? like this is going to be a weird year. Yeah. I'm excited for it for that please reason. Please don't show a PlayStation 5, please. I you don't just think so? bought this in January. Oh. Please don't do that to me. Now, <laughs> we I guess we haven't really talked about this, Jim. Um what if it was just like a PC update where these these consoles are more like PCs anymore where you can just scale things down and release them on them. So, if a PS5 came out and was really just a really good PS4. Would you be mad about that? Like if everything still came out on PS4 for a while, like a while. No, I wouldn't care. I guess in that instance, but my, that's what I think we're heading towards. I I would hope that we were heading towards yeah something more of a modular system that you can take the graphics card out of that you can take the power supply out of that. That kind would of thing. be that would be crazy, but I mean more just like supporting stuff for a long time, like. Xbox One is established. They're going to release stuff on Xbox One for a long time, but then we might have, like, the X and whatever comes after the X, and then things sure. just get more and more. And then PlayStation 5, like, maybe four, three or four years after the PlayStation 5 comes out, then they then they draw a line in the sand, and they're like, nothing else is coming out on PS4, you know? Okay. Yeah. Like, that. that's where I'm seeing things going, but I don't, I don't know. I'm in favor of it. But I'm, I don't know. I think I have a different expectation with consoles. I, I feel yeah. like, you know, I feel like with a console, it should be, it it has a kind of a finite lifespan, but it should, it should be in this day and age, a much, much longer than, you know, I mean, look at the Super Nintendo, right? It was one of the most lauded systems of all time, but its lifespan was only what, five, six years? Yeah, it was so, really short, actually. Yeah, it was from yeah. 91 or 90 till 96 when yeah. the N64 came out. So 
now we have you know what was the ps3 how long was that 2000 ps3 was what like seven years seven okay and so xbox was eight i think and the ps4 has been out since what 12 yes uh 13 2013 okay so now we're at the five year mark maybe 12 it might have been 2012 i don't i can't remember no it was 2013 yeah, and we already have had two <laughs> console revisions. We've had the Slim and we have the Pro. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. That's so true. We're kind of ending, like, leading up to an end of the cycle in a way, I feel and that, like. And it gives me such anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I, I got this system, like, I took out a fucking loan to get this system, like, because Monster Hunter was coming out. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, and I was like, I mean, I had some of the tough stuff to take care of, too, but I was like, you know what? Getting a PS4, getting Bloodborne, getting Monster Hunter. So... I'm happy with the purchase, but I want it to last, you know, at least a few years. Just give me That's a few years. That's the thing. Years. It's like, like how many, th- like the PS2 was still getting games for how long? You know, right? like I can totally see things like that happening. And like the, and I still think PS4 and Xbox One came out too early because they were doing split releases on them. They did. And they could just do that again, only it would be a little bit more, what's the word, palatable? Mm. like it would be okay like i don't think anybody would really be that upset about it yeah yeah the general public would be accepting of it yeah yeah well yeah, i'm I hoping the c3 is good i'm just we're not I love we're not surprises. gonna see a playstation 5 this year man there's just the, the scuttlebutt man there's just been a lot of people with quote unquote insider info and they're like yeah, all right have dev kits like and people they've... do have dev kits and yeah. stuff yeah. yeah and i'm like all right i that's fine but if you come out with this ps5 right <laughs> it better have some mod modular ability for me to upgrade this thing like uh, that would be so you know. crazy it would be, but if that we're going so more towards, crazy. if we want, uh, the, if you want the PC under the TV, that's the answer. You would have to be something modular, right? What about a Steam box? <laughs> right, <laughs> as as great as that did. What happened to the Steam box? What, what Steam? What Steam? Yeah, the they, I think they came out recently and were like, "Yeah, that was a mistake." <laughs> like yeah. I think I'm pretty sure somebody came out and was like, "We didn't think about that one too no. much." <laughs> And I, and I, it's going to be tough with the price of you know GPUs lately with oh my B- god Bitcoin and all that yeah. crap. Like, I wanted to start piecing together, possibly making a new PC, and I'm just like I'm waiting. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Yeah. Not only that, but the Intel chipset problem. And it's I mean, and that well that problem, but then also they're phasing out these other ones, and there's like already the next one that's out, and that's kind of the going standard, and they're really expensive right now. So it's just yeah. PC's yeah. PC's a little rough sometimes. It's tough. It yeah. is tough. You're right. Um, but speaking of things that can be hacked, that was yeah. an awkward segue, but no, we're going to make it I'm work. Good. No, it's fine. Move, um, we're taking it. The Switch, it got yeah. hacked. By multiple people. Multiple people. And, and one of them wants to profit off of it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Man, that's like... I'm, I, I read that and I'm like, this is fucking nintendo you morons this is why what everyone was happen? saying why is it always nintendo because yeah. they're they 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 go the cheapest route they can they see something that's kind of sort of working in what realm they're trying market they're trying to penetrate in this case we want to do a handheld but we want it to be a home console well let's yeah. go with an android based thing this this yeah. tegra processor so <laughs> you idiots you they told you uh, like months and months and months before this when they when they announced the chipset this is going to be so prone to hacking. I'm not surprised. Someone even said, I'm not going to be surprised if this thing's hacked within the first year it's out. And it's There hacked. we go. Yeah. And the only way to fix this now is switch my new Nintendo Switch. 
Yeah, they have to like, they have to do a hardware revision. You're gonna which, have to. Which will be one that is just like one of those things you don't ever really realize it happened. Like if you go to buy a switch, it's just a different switch. Like no, you think that's what they're marketed. gonna do? Yeah, I think so. I I bet I bet they'll just fix it and it'll just be in the new run of switches. Like, the like they did that with them. They did, yeah, they did that with the Joy Cons. They did that with the Wii. They they did the same thing with the Wii. They changed something with the Wii. I can't remember what it was, but it was they refined something and then made a new skew. That was when they did the colored ones and stuff. I think the maybe okay. the black one, but the consoles always do that. Yeah, and it's I like mean, they have, they'll have running revisions, but I just assume yeah, with the amount. Of I figured other... that's what this would be because yeah. yes, people hack these ones, but. What is that like? You're not going to get hacked. Like nobody's gonna no. break into your switch and do anything. It's just you happen to have a piece of hardware that is exploitable. Which, from what I heard, this one hacker group wants to create some kind of card and sell it that you yep. can install on it and to run anything and run anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. they've got Linux working on it, and once you once you've opened yeah. the door to an operating system like Linux you can get anything on it because Linux can run anything basically. And when it comes yeah. in terms of emulation. So, you know, you can get Dolphin to run on there. You can get your Super Nintendo's, your N64's, your PlayStation 2's, your PlayStation Portables, whatever. You can run it on your Switch. And that is just that's huge. You we now if you think about it, you are now in possession of something that is going to be very valuable post whatever revision that they do. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. If if uh if if it really is easy yeah. If it becomes easy to actually take advantage of. Um, I'm trying to think. There was something else like that that it became valuable because of some, some exploit PS like Vita, that. I think. Was it the Vita? It was either the Vita or the PSP that you could get Linux on, I think. The PSP. Oh, yeah. I do remember that with the PSP. I remember that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean you're right. It it could it could end up being like I have the original Switch and you could I mean think about the PS3 like I've got the backwards compatible and the one. backwards compatible PS3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, now it's interesting. I just I I'm thinking how many times do people to the the gaming audience have to slap Nintendo in the face with <laughs> actual knowledge before they start caring? Because we said this about the virtual console. We've said this about the freaking, you know, the, the hackability of this thing. We said this about, hey, this is our systems are warping. How is this going to be fixed? Hey, these Joy Cons suck. What's going on with that? You know, Nintendo. Why doesn't your machine have a Blu-ray player? Like, there's so many things that Nintendo <laughs> why just doesn't have a Blu-ray player. That you you have to. Okay, do you just want to truly be a toy company, or are you in the home entertainment business? Uh, more newsworthy stuff. There's a new president taking over. I saw and, that, yeah. And he's young. Yeah. And he's, is he's hip. Yeah, and is probably going to or hopefully going to start swaying them to be a little bit more in line with modern video games. Yeah, like, <laughs> like maybe let nice. YouTubers and influencers play your shit online without Oh my god. Yeah, that's a whole business thing that I Oof. don't ever see changing actually. But that's what I'm saying. This is the kind of ecosystem that I think is yeah. currently in Nintendo that just they were so stuck in 1988 and it's yeah. not they've not moved to 2018 and it's like guys, if you're all right fine, if you're not going to pay attention then guess what? Now people are in possession of things that are their piracy is going to run rampant for yeah. I mean, if you're on the internet, you're going to find out how to do this and if it's easy, if it's as simple as plop plopping in a fucking card, game over. That's even easier. Yeah, cuz I've looked into Dolphin before. 
Yeah. And, like, you kind of have to do a lot of work to do that. Yeah, even on your computer, you have to do some... Yeah, like, you have to have a certain disk drive to be able to rip games and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Like, and I looked into that only because, um, and this is a really stupid, selfish reason, I didn't want to use a Wiimote. (laughs) I'm with you. I was was like... I fucking hate that thing. I was like, well, I have the game... Maybe I can get Dolphin working, and I can just use a regular controller. Okay. And I don't have one of the. I don't have one of the right. I don't have the right disc drive. I have the right company, and I was like, I saw that. I saw like it's an LG, and I was like, holy shit! Do I happen to have one of these? And I don't. <laughs> so, that, yeah, it's it's weird. Dolphin is a weird thing. That why isn't that stamped out? Yeah, you know, like well, and the the, the, pro, the I think that here here's the business kind of uh, side of that for Nintendo is you don't have a virtual console yet. Right? Yeah, that yeah. Now yeah, there's a million have, Nintendo emulators in general, yeah. Yeah, now people have, on your brand new $200, $300 system, a way of accessing all of that, your entire back catalog, and you're yeah. not going to get a fucking dime. Yeah. So, and uh, I just, it frustrates me to no end, because it's like, Nintendo, I want to support you, why don't you just have like a Netflix rental system where you have all of these, this whole catalogs of stuff, let me play whatever the fuck I want for 10 bucks a month, and I'll be perfectly happy. We but, should be f- learning about that very soon, actually. The think? online stuff. This month. Yeah. It's supposed to be this month. Yeah. Oh. Are they going to do, like, a direct for it? Probably. I don't I don't know, actually. They just said, expect stuff in May. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to talk about our online service in May. That's fair, Nintendo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm very curious, because I... It sucks, because, like, I got a Wii U way late only because i was like okay there's enough backlog here that i can i don't mind buying one right and um and it's and it's nice because you could buy a lot of the classics on that digital store yeah i actually want them on the switch though yeah like i want all of that stuff because the switch is a better console yeah it's (laughs) the portability is fantastic like like what the hell and i'm glad i didn't buy much on the wii u i think i only bought Super Mario Brothers. Same. I bought, so, like, when they did those um, up conversions from the ones you had owned previously on your Wii. Oh, yeah. I bought, I paid the five bucks to convert them to the what Wii a, U What version. a scheme. Oh, what, dude, a, what yeah. a, wow. Because I'm a fucking, I, I'll admit it, I'm a Nintendo fanboy. They've got me by the balls. But and yeah. I'm, here's the thing, Nintendo, if any of you are listening. To the 2v1 podcast. <laughs> to the 2v1 podcast. <laughs> if you don't give the customer a, a, a valuable product, a fairly priced product, they're going to find a way to get it themselves. Yeah. And if you want to avoid that, if you want to make that money, there's some very simple solutions. I think they just make things way too complicated or they don't care. That has to be one of the two. Yeah. They either think it's going to be more complicated than it actually is or they don't care. And that's unfortunate. It's probably the latter. I mean, Nintendo very yeah. clearly does very business-oriented decisions. <laughs> They do. <laughs> so. Yeah, they do. They know. Yeah. I mean, like, we're talking about the virtual console there. They know. But now, guess what, Nintendo? Ha ha. We found the back door, and you have yeah. no say in this. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, well, in, in an online update, if we find software on your Switch, we're going to turn off the ability for you to ever play games on it. That's right. I mean, yeah, you could just never connect to the internet. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Just, yeah. So now you just have your jailbroken Switch. Yeah. And that's fine. I'll go out and buy a new Switch and now buy another one for another regular one. things. Yeah. Like I've got an I've got an Nvidia Shield here. The only reason I bought this was so that I could have a portable emulation system, and it's great for that. That's true. Yeah, yeah it's fantastic. True. Like I'll fucking show you. It's got this fucking sweet 
fucking I've, screen. I've never, I've never right. seen a shield in person. So this is a shield. It opens up. It's got a screen <laughs> wow, here. Wow. It's got uh, all kinds of fucking huh. buttons and stuff. Two sticks that are um, depressed down here. They're clickable. Yeah. All that stuff. Two triggers on the back. Um, I have you, never, I've seen, never that. seen a shield yeah. either. You can, a shield, the shield is fucking amazing. Uh, it's, it's just made by NVIDIA. NVIDIA came out with this on their yeah. own. And it's basically a little portable tablet that is a con- gaming system. I it's actually got, thought they were straight up tablets. I thought it was a tablet. Yeah. It kind of, well, they make a shield tablet. That, yeah, that, that's I didn't a realize too. there was one of those where it's a controller and whatever. Yeah, all in and one, yeah. I don't know if you can see what chip powers this. I don't know if that's going to come through. Mm, oh, yeah. Yeah, right. I did know that. The Tegra. It's, it's the yeah, fucking Tegra. Is, it's yeah. the same thing that's in your Switch. Right. So this this is basically that that exact same thing. Um, yeah, this has cooling. It's got uh, vents and everything. This thing's great. But I was willing to be like, well, if if I can have actual Nintendo products, I'm more than willing to pay them a subscription fee to, yeah. to, to do that for their systems because they're great. But if they're not going to let me do that, then I'll just jailbreak the fucking thing and uh, <laughs> never pay for it. Yeah. So I want Super Metroid on my Switch. Like we need Super Metroid on everything. Desperately. I desperately want to play Super Metroid again and I don't want to download an emulator. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. Super Metroid should just be pre installed on every device you ever buy. <laughs> it really should. It should be on every Nintendo device. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean I'm probably more inclined to say, you know, uh Symphony of the Night, but um that would Super be cool. Metroid is up there, like parody. Sy- Symphony of the Night, wait, so has Symphony of the Night ever been on a... It's only PlayStation. Uh, it was on Xbox also. It was on Xbox, yeah. And they had that weird multiplayer Symphony of the Night game on there too. Yeah. Yeah. So Nintendo, uh, get your shit together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we should maybe start to think about wrapping this up. Yeah. Um, Sounds good. You brought a bunch of news. I brought a bunch you, of random shit. Um, I noticed that you mentioned the Capcom collection of Mega Man. Yeah. And... That one of the collections is going to be downloadable while the other is on the cart. Yeah. They so did Mega that Man, with Bayonetta. Fucking assholes. They did. They did it on... Yeah. yeah. I bought it. I bought it on the fucking Switch, and I'm like, you fucking pricks. It's Why weird. Why is this just on here? It's really weird. Who yeah. is making these decisions? It's the cost of making Switch cartridges. So I was going to yeah. say it's the cartridge manufacturing, I Kiss guess. Kiss my ass. It's a fucking, like... <laughs> it, it, that game was on the Wii. It can't be any more intense than, yeah. you know... Yeah, like how can't that all fit on one cart? Is right. maybe the more surprising thing. Yeah, Bayonetta I can sort of buy, but Mega Man no, not really. No, Mega Man. You're talking a collection of games that were like at most, you know, five megabytes. Yeah, like you're you're, you're or maybe eight. Uh, yeah, and there's no excuse to not have that on the fucking Switch and one cart. Or on the yeah. PlayStation 4, on the disc. Or on the Xbox One, on the fucking disc. Why do yeah. I have to go into some random store, go through the bullshit of downloading this, and go through two separate menus on my machine to access two different things? I just... I That's just right. Want... I didn't even think about that. Like, well, it technically is two different things right. you have to launch. These are the things that keep me up at night. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sitting there like, and I'm if I'm going to turn this thing on, and it's going to have... The, the convenience of this is portable, and it's great. Look, Jim, it's the, this portable thing. It's amazing, right? You take it with you wherever you go. It's great. You can do this on the shitter. Well, guess what? Now you're going to have to back out There's to the main home screen Mega Man to go to two different things. Let them load up, and the other ones, you know, download. The other one's from the cart, so I think the cart's going to probably move a little bit slower than the download is, but I don't know. But regardless, that's <laughs> another fucking step that yeah. I shouldn't have to take, and that pisses me off. That's true. I, I, I am so sick 
of game developers doing this stupid boneheaded shit in 2018 in current year if you're listening to this in 2020 whatever year it is they're probably still being gay and this is one of the reasons (laughs) it needs to be fixed yeah it's it's lame it's lame i i don't really get it mega man's for sure just doesn't make sense but you're telling me that they couldn't fit mega man's one through what six or one through seven was in the original legacy collection you can't fit that on your fucking cart (laughs) no you can't we can't sorry download this dickheads Absolute uh, fucking dick. That comes out really soon, right? Yeah, that's, that's this month. That's this this month? month, I think. Yeah, it's it's on my. I got it pre-ordered, so I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I should probably give Mega Man another chance. Not not. Are a you Mega not Man a big Mega? Ooh, interesting. Mm. No, I had I had Mega Man one on NES. I think. one's not the best one though. Yeah, I think I had just that start one. with two. And uh, then never played any of the other ones. Oh, Colin so. Moriarty would—he would not be a fan. I know. I don't agree <laughs> with. I love him. I don't agree with a lot of his gaming stuff. Anyway. I, I, I am. I'm in the same boat as you as well. Yeah. Yeah. His Ninja, Ninja Turtles rant recently was was funny, but I'm, I, I disagree. I didn't listen to that actually. It was really good. <laughs> uh, Last of Us a ten? Mm, no. No. <laughs> Josh, what do you think? I, hmm. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Just to continue, though. Okay. Mm. Uh, <laughs> final final thoughts on Campo Santo getting acquired. Yeah, you by guys Valve. mentioned that last week, and I just um, briefly thought that, that they was just did an interview. Yeah, they just did an interview. Um, I read it over on IGN. I don't know if it was them that conducted it, and it was just like you know regurgitated there. But I'm pretty sure it was them. I think it was them. Yeah, and I just they're they're saying they kind of alluded to it, right? As like well, we wanted to do something that was good for us as an indie developer, that we didn't have an overlord and blah, blah, blah. But I feel like you're giving up, man. Like, if if you're indie to me and you sell out at a certain point, you've sold out. That's like a black metal band becoming Dimmu Borgir or Cradle of Filth. <laughs> like, that's... When you make... When you jump the shark, there's no going back. You can't just undo that unless you do a whole new band, a whole new situation to change the public perception of you. Because now my perception of them is that they wanted the money. Campo so, Santo is the Dimmu Borgir of black metal. Then. Oh, okay. The Dimmu Borgir of uh, indie game studios. Yeah. Wait, yeah, I messed it up. Uh, it's, I, like, I can't, so I said before, I am a fan of Idle Thumbs. I've followed these guys for a mm. long time. I really like, I really like Firewatch. I really like hearing their opinions on games. Um, they're very smart, and it's it's weird. Like it is really weird. Like that they would feel like it's a good idea to be acquired. Yeah, and it's, but at the same time, and I'll maybe defend them a little bit here. Valve, we don't ever hear much about. No, they're like a ghost ha- company. But I have heard many times that working for Valve, they kind of just let you do whatever you want. So it's. It's sort of like both situations where they're no longer indie, okay. but they're not going to be. No one's going to look over their shoulder and be like, "No, don't do that." It's it's more like they're kind of like f- just giving them resources. It sounds like yeah, and that's which true. that's good. I mean, that's, that's true. great. You have protection. Yeah, um, and 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 honestly, they they only released one game. I mean, Firewatch was great. I really liked it. But yeah, great game. They don't have. I mean, it's not. It's not like there's some established pedigree other than their 
history in the scene in development in the first place mm-hmm. yeah. like which is good i mean it's stunning but like it's stellar is a better word but mm-hmm. uh yeah i don't know it's gonna be interesting to see like what in the valley of the gods turns out to be if it changes anything i don't think it will they no i don't think it, it will either and but I, it's I do more, believe them it's more what comes after like what what are what are they gonna yeah. be involved after like what what is like is are they gonna release a game and it's gonna say Campo Santo? That's the other thing I'm kind of confused about. Is it just no. gonna be Valve? It'll probably like just say Valve. It's just gonna say Valve, right? Yeah. It'll probably so, in that splash screen you're gonna get Valve and then Campo Santo and you know, all that. Yeah, crap. like th- that's what I mean though. Do you think they'll even do, like? Would you even know this was these people without knowing it's their name, like the I, name, like Sean Vanneman and Jake Rodkin and them? Like, how would you know it's them? That's I the one question I have. Maybe because I, Crystal Dynamics still pops up for like Tomb Raider stuff. And that's still, that's true. you know, like I feel like that even in um and Square Enix is there too, but you'll still see that in their they in their still games. they still consider it a separate team basically yeah yeah yeah, I, 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 yeah you're right to to also kind of reiterate I don't think Valve is going to be this you know the the electronic arts situation I don't think it's <laughs> yeah. going to be that dire at all I, I I fully believe in the the presumed autonomy that they're going to be given but I also I I just feel like from an artist's perspective. Yeah. If if you're if you had this opinion of this is why I want to be indie, look at Cliff Blazinski, look at any of these people who were indie, then went big, and then went back to indie, and then left, yeah, and then left entirely. The guys from Bioware, you know, and yeah, you have that happen because once you get into a big corporate structure, no matter what you do, it's still not entirely your decision. This is the same. It's, well, I'm again, I'm going to keep going back to a black metal comparison, but in black metal, <laughs> a, a lot of times why you see one man bands in black metal is a, it's, you know, it's the ego, but the, it's that person's idea. It's their yeah. vision. It's what they want to do. And other people, no matter how coherent that group is, dilutes that person's vision. So, yeah. And for better or worse, the onlooker can only judge art based on what they perceive it to be. But still, for, for I think for me, looking at that situation, I I don't want to say I lost respect for him because that's jumping a little. Oh bit. no, yeah, I wouldn't say that either. No, because no. I think he's still going to make good shit. But or they the the duo will make really good stuff. But yeah, totally. I still feel like, dude, like I don't know. In in twenty years' time, are we going to be reading about this and like what went wrong or like you know how Valve thought? blah 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 you know like i don't know how that's gonna turn out the other thing the other thing i think i mentioned last week i feel like i don't ever hear from valve at all like anybody that works for valve you're totally right yeah and like these guys are pretty like vocal in Mm. games like so are they going to be allowed to be that way you know like this the other thing i was wondering is is there gonna be some yeah, like, is there going to... Valve is fucking enormous mm-hmm. and, like, protected, and they protect their shit. So, like, yeah. what if does you that go on mean, Twitter, you know? If you go on Twitter and you start ranting about, you know, like, if, let's say it was me, and I'm ranting about social justice crap, and I'm I'm part of this big company, just because I have in my Twitter bio, um, my views are my own, does that mean the company has to honor that? Look what happened with the guy from Subnautica. I mean... It's, it's oh, yeah, the same that's right. thing. They did get in trouble. This, yeah, the sound engineer yeah. who expressed free thought, the, the ultimate crime of 2018, and <laughs> so he was then removed from the company. Yeah. So that's what I end. But it, even still, he's, his opinions are obviously his own. So you're totally right. What, what then would be the, the PR move for a company doing this? This is kind of the umbrella discussion, right? Like if you're going from indie into Megacorp. If yeah. you're going from a Blade Runner to part of the fucking 
you know, Wayland Industries. Yeah. How how are you going to justify that not only to yourself but to everyone around you? Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because like the other thing is is Valve gonna be acquiring other indies? Like that's that's what I want to see. Is good is point. That, are they going to start hoovering up all these indies? Good point. Because yeah. the last one I would have expected, even though for a long time and listening to thumbs, Jake Rodkin especially huge fan of valve and valve games and all their stuff he's always talked about his love for that stuff mm. like are we just gonna see you know other indie developers that are like you know it's too good to pass up. like this is too good of an opportunity whereas joining ea or activision not really like probably a good opportunity but at the same time they have so much bad look like they they yeah. just look bad all the time because they are lit- literally mega corpse. Yeah, and so, they are making horrible decisions and they're and, making and, bad yeah. decisions and they kind of just suck things up and like you know Microsoft just closes things, Sony just closes things like it, yep. it's yeah, like is Valve going to start doing that, you know? Right. Like are they going to reach that point at some point? So. Yeah, cuz I think that's the expectation if you take on studios under your wing, then you have a responsibility to them for in, t- in multiple multiple facets. Like again, PR, uh, development costs, uh, marketing, all that stuff. They they take on yeah. a lot of that responsibility. And you're right. Okay. That's this is but why this one with this okay, yeah, it was an admittedly good game. It's but, a weird yeah, and it's a weird why? one. Yeah. It's a weird one. That that's I agree. Like it's it's the last one I expected. And it's just I don't know. I mean it's I have nothing but hope for them. For I would have sure. thought like, something else, like another but maybe, something else. Yes. Yeah, like us with a more staff like the the developer for um like a Mark of the Ninja or something like that. With a, Clay, they've released Clay. like six games. Yeah, or something. someone something and they're all and they're all like pretty well received. Right. Yeah, it's it's something like that. Some somebody that's been around for a long time, very established and whatever. It's yeah, it's very crazy. <laughs> it's interesting to see how that that'll play out. I I, yeah. I, I really I, I hope for the best for Campus it could Santa. be nothing but good, which would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All upside, great. And then you're you're only gonna hear compliments from me. But yeah. at the same time, just one artist to another, like uh, your integrity a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. It's like, uh, it's like you now have to change your whole perspective, I guess, on how you view the gaming industry because yeah. or that that if speaking as somebody going from indie into megacorp. Yeah, the other thing to think about, too, they've all, everybody at Campo Santo, I believe, has worked for major developers at one point mm-hmm. or another. It sounds so, like they have a lot of skill. Yeah, they, they've they all of them have been around for a long time, and uh, it's as far as I know. Uh, but, like, you want to come back to that? That's the, that's, I don't know. That's, yeah, that's, to me, that's weird. Yeah, that's like, kind of weird. What did you but, miss that you yeah. hated before? Yeah. I don't... <laughs> Yeah, because that was why they left Telltale. They hated it. They they started to not, as far as I understand and how they talk about it, they didn't. Oh, like I didn't what, even know they worked at Telltale. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, Jake and Sean wrote Walking Dead season one for oh, the most part. Okay. They're they're they are the main people behind the story of didn't that. Didn't even know that. I love that game. Didn't yeah, even know and that. so that's what I mean. Like they they come from they have pedigree. They wanted to do their own thing. And they did it, and they succeeded, and it's like you kind of already left this thing. So mm-hmm. you know, like I don't, I don't know. So they, they must have, there must have been good discussions that he made it sound like totally way different. Yeah, and he made it sound like it was like it's not what everybody thinks. So okay, All yeah. Right. So Fair. we'll see. 
That's fair. I hope. Hey, I wish him, him, and all, that whole crew the best totally. of luck. Totally. I'm excited for that game. I'm, I'm excited for their next. Yeah, game in the for, Valley of the Gods sounds awesome. It's a. It sounds like a looks uh, an cool. awesome movie or game. I would <laughs> enjoy. Yeah. So cool title. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Well, I think we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, we've been now. ranting a while. Like for real. Uh, yeah. thank you for listening as always, yeah. Jim. Thank you for joining. Oh, anytime. I love coming on. Yeah. And uh. Josh is dead. I got real tired. You're always tired. Yeah. Last episode, you said you were super it's, tired, it's too. It's 7 o'clock. It's 7.30. Maybe I should not be standing doing this anymore. I think that's... Are you standing? I've been standing while recording for the past couple of weeks. I wish I could. I don't have a good setup for that. Because I sit all fucking day at work, so it's... Oh, okay. See, I'm standing all day at work. That's why I'm like... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little different for you, yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to get um, Donkey Kong this weekend. Yeah, I might. I'm not sure. I'm, like, kind of wanting something like that like something lighthearted and whatever uh did we'll you see. play it originally no i no, didn't because I, I only got a wii u that game's uh, amazing like, like two years ago and by the time i got around to playing some things on it i was cleaning up some regular wii games so oh. i didn't get to a lot of the wii u games yet so dude yeah. yes 100 percent recommended i love that game oh i'm planning on playing it i just don't know yet that is out it's out right now out. when you're listening to this when you're hearing this uh mm. yeah um but yeah uh follow us on all social media at two one podcast i might stream this weekend i didn't last weekend uh but you can follow me on twitch.tv slash lost in a contraption to uh get updates when i go live um what else what else feedback at 2v1podcast.com send us your emails about anything <laughs> go to questions, itunes questions give them comments, a good concerns. review yeah you could give us a review that would be cool or just a rating a rating would be plenty but um yeah i think that's gonna do it guys cool i think i rated cool. us I, i've given you shit before you probably didn't no i think i did i think i probably did a while ago we had this discussion before too uh jim until next time yes. thank you again and uh oh, thank you Where's your stuff? Oh, uh, my <laughs> stuff, I am uh, mostly on YouTube. Um, I am at uh, youtube.com slash heathenjames. So, exactly how it sounds. And then you can find me at Twitter, uh, at heathen underscore james as well. Cool. Sweet. All right. Hey. What? May the fourth be with you. <laughs> May the... <laughs> May the Schwartz be with you. May the Schwartz be with you. Yeah, I was really hoping you could do that. <laughs> uh, all right, peace.